This is Speak Your Peace, sharing the opinions of your coastal neighbors on today's pressing regional issues. My name is Pyle Shaw, and I'm a first-generation Indian American and a first-generation college student at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I'm from the small town of Marshallburg, located in Carteret County. This year, I'm able to vote for the first time, and the biggest issue on my mind is racial equity. I live in a predominantly white and conservative community. Even though I love my community and I do feel accepted, I feel that there are limits to this acceptance as there is a great deal of discrimination throughout this country as there has been for centuries, including in my hometown. My parents told me that after 9-11, they saw a drastic increase in discrimination against immigrants and people of color for a long time. When Donald Trump was elected in 2016, I also saw this increase for myself. People around me were emboldened by his rhetoric. They became comfortable saying racist things without remorse because their president told them that this was okay. This cannot continue. When my parents first attempted to plant themselves into this town, they faced many challenges as some individuals were not welcoming. Several locals refused to sell my parents a house, told them that they were out of place, and even refused to shop at the only store in town that my parents now own. They also received many speculative looks whenever they spoke their native language, Gujarati. Although these behaviors have improved over the years, this issue is still present, and when individuals who hold this mentality rise into positions of power, this underlying bigotry becomes even more apparent. Reasons such as these are why it is crucial to research the candidates' political agendas, beliefs, and backgrounds. Racial inequities go beyond words. I knew that people of color tended to have disproportionate access to healthcare, but this became further illustrated throughout this pandemic. During the summer, I also saw an increase in support for the Black Lives Matter movement following a peaceful protest that was organized by community member Sharissa Elliott. However, there is still much progress to be made. Issues such as these were the primary motives behind my vote this year. As a woman and a minority, I voted for individuals who will hear me and the millions of others who are fighting for reforms around racial equity. Individuals who take this pandemic, which disproportionately affects people of color, seriously. Those who take police and justice reform seriously. When I voted, I voted for those who have promised to take my voice seriously. Both parties have shifted tremendously over the past four years. Polarization has increased and each side has grown more radical. At the end of the day, after the election, individuals on both sides will need to work together. We need a president who is open to working with others and who can bring us back to a sense of unity. Neither party has all of the answers, but that will be our job after the election. For now, I voted to establish a foundation, a foundation for a better future moving forward. Interested in being on Speak Your Peace? Visit shoresides.org for more information on how to work with us.